All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Dimensions podcast. I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. I want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you to my listeners. Thank you to all the people who have ever listened to an episode, come on as a guest, done anything to support me in any way. You know, I I was looking at the stats for Daily Dimensions and seeing all the listeners and all that other stuff. And we had our first listener from Trinidad and Tobago, man. So thank you. It, Daily Dimensions is really international, man. It's, it's bigger than just CT. It's bigger than just the United States. We've had we've had listeners from a couple different countries, man. We have some from Mexico, Italy, the UK. So it's it, Jamaica. So it's, it's moving, man. We get traction. So, you know, to continue to help us. You know, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. If you have Apple Podcasts, go on Apple Podcasts and rate Daily Dimensions five stars. It helps to boost us, man. So thank you for getting us this far. As we continue to grow, I want to scale this thing. And one of the few things that I want to do, first and foremost, I want to get merchandise. Um, pretty soon you're going to see me wearing nothing but Daily Dimensions gear. So don't question me if it look like I ain't, <laughs> you feel me, I ain't changed the fit in a while. It's going to be nothing but Daily Dimensions gear. So uh, also a website, pretty soon a website is going to come. We're going to have more than just a podcast on there. We're going to have wellness tips. We're going to have mental health check-ins. We're going to have resources. There's going to be a lot happening. So that's coming as well. Video two. I want to have this YouTube presence. I want y'all to see my beautiful face, my shining teeth in me. <laughs> so the video is coming soon. Got to get a new camera. The one I have now is good for photos, not good for video. I had a man that was going to sell me a camera and then he sold it to somebody else. So it's a little delay in that. It's all right. <laughs> it's no love lost. Uh, and also, I want a Daily Dimensions app, man. I want that to be something you could download in the app store, carry it with you. And uh, I have a lot of ideas on what we can do with this app and how great it can be. But I do not know how to build an app. So if you know an app developer, if you know anyone who knows how to code, anyone who's ever done it, anyone who has their own app, send them my way, man. I really would appreciate that because I want to make this happen sooner rather than later. So with that being said, let's get into the episode, man. So this episode is one that I thought about a while ago. And then it slipped my mind and I never really came back to it. And there was a lot of different ways I wanted to go about this. Um, but what better way than to just dive right into it? I wanted to talk about black men's mental health, black men's emotional state, and just overall supporting black men. You know, myself being a black man, a person of color, it is hard to exist in this world we live in today. It's very challenging, not just because of racial tension or political climate or, or, or policing or whatever you may see in the news, but also because when you go on the Internet as a black man, you can't be on the Internet for longer than 15, 20 minutes, maybe even less before you read or, or see or hear niggas ain't shit. And that is something that I really want us all as black people to get away from. You know, I really don't want to go on the Internet and see us tearing each other down. And I really don't want to go on the Internet and see that. Niggas ain't shit all the time. And I understand you may have had a, a, a couple bad experiences. You know, you may have 
had some unfortunate dealings with particular people. But when you get generalized as an ain't shit person, when people start to approach you differently because you're a black man and black men are a certain way, that is frustrating. You know, there's too many stereotypes that get played out on the Internet, not even just by black people tearing down other black people. It's frustrating. And myself, I know who I am. I'm securing who I am. And I know I'm an amazing person. You know, I know that I don't fit the bill of niggas ain't shit. I never have and I never will. But I can't say that it's not damaging to your psyche to go on the Internet every day and see that <laughs> it, it kills me. It kills me. And to deal with the things we deal with as black men on a day to day basis, you know, I to deal with the fear that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And then to come home and you get on the internet, you just try to chill, relax, whatever you may be doing. And you get torn down on the internet after the day you just had, after the stress you just endured, after the things you just had to deal with, the mental stress of just being a black man in today's climate. And that's what you see is frustrating. It's truly frustrating. And then there's also other memes you see where it's like, you know, black women are not a, a, a black men's therapist and you, we're not here to heal you and we're not here to like. And I know that's not every black woman's opinion, but when you see these things on the Internet, it's like. It's, it kills me. It really does. <laughs> you know, like. In no way, shape or form are black men asking black women to be their therapist. We are not asking you to heal us. You know, understand that healing is a journey that you have to take as an individual. But. Our emotional, the emotional support we need is not always there. (laughs) Um, I've experienced it myself where the emotional support I may have needed at any given time is just not there because you're not we're not taught as a society to be emotionally supportive of men, you know, and we're taught as men that emotions are weakness, you know, like my father, (laughs) my father is a perfect example of someone who was taught emotions are weakness to this day. I've never seen my father cry. And as a child, anytime I cried, the first thing my father would say to me is stop your crying. There was no emotional support. <laughs> it was completely understandable why I would be crying. It would be other, you know, I fell and I'm hurt. <laughs> I touched something as a kid and I burned myself. You know, you get a spanking, you get a beating and now you're crying. Like it's completely understandable. It's logical why I'm crying. And instead of supporting me in my pain, <laughs> supporting me, In my affliction, the only thing you get told as a response is stop crying. Not know, hey, are you okay? Do you understand why this happened? You know, moving forward, what should you do different? Like instilling different things in you. That was never the case. Not once coming from my father. It was always stop your crying. Followed by, (laughs) and I know some of y'all have heard this. Stop crying or I'm going to give you something to cry about. So 
as a young black man growing up, you're 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 it's almost like you're conditioned to not have any emotion. It's like the only emotions that are okay to express are anger and frustration and pride and and probably lust. And like that's the only things that's okay to express. You you can't show any sort of like real love towards someone you can't show like you can't be vulnerable you can't say i'm sad you can't be depressed you can't be emotional you can't be anxious you can't have any of that because it's just not allowed and because we as black men are conditioned to not show these emotions to not embrace these emotions it really stunts our emotional growth. And then you have a lot of black men who aren't able to really understand their emotions and process their emotions until they become adults because they spent their whole childhood, teenage years, developmental years, never dealing with any of these things. And because we've never dealt with it, how can we then in turn expect black women to be able to deal with our emotions if we've never dealt with them ourselves? <laughs> It, it it just it damages the entire culture. <laughs> you know, how can I look at you and say, hey, babe, I need you to be emotionally supportive of me. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. If I've never learned how to even understand my own emotions, to understand why I feel the way I feel, to understand why I respond to things the way that I do. And I hope my true hope is that we as black men young black men as we begin to start families as we begin to have kids a lot of my friends already have children and our fathers and our husbands and great leaders that we let our sons know that it's okay to feel things that it's okay to have emotions that showing emotions or certain emotions does not make you girly it does not make you a sissy or a wussy or any of these terms that i know some of y'all and myself have heard you know being able to understand your emotions, being able to process that, that's the true strength. Because I know if you've ever dealt with an adult that doesn't know how to deal with their emotions, you really will understand that the people who know how to deal with their emotions are really the strong ones. <laughs> when you deal with people that don't know how to process emotions, they find a way to make everything your fault because they don't know how to deal with themselves. <laughs> and I'm going to let that resonate with y'all. It's frustrating, you know, and, and, I bring my father up. I love my father. I hold nothing against my father. I love my father to death, but he is not there emotionally, man. You, any conversation I've ever tried to have with my father in regards to emotions or how things he has done or did not do or lack thereof or whatever it may be has affected me has never led to, it's always led to frustration is <laughs> led to his once it reaches a certain peak, his emotional response is frustration or anger. And then he leaves the situation or he finds a way to make the situation about himself. And now somehow he becomes the victim. And that is nothing but someone who is not able to process their emotions. And the only lens that they can function through is either being angry, upset or being the victim. So that lack of emotional awareness, that lack of emotional intelligence, it just comes from just that. That's how he was raised. My dad grew up on a farm in Costa Rica <laughs> with 10 plus siblings. Like 
it wasn't no emotions. <laughs> it was let's get up and let's do this work, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, it wasn't no time to be sad. He was walking to school barefoot. Like, nah, <laughs> it wasn't no time for that. So it's, it's, you got to, we in this generation have to, to turn that page for the better, start a new chapter. And my hope is that as we begin to get better at these things, that the culture shifts. I want to see a day where we go on the internet and it's not niggas ain't shit. It's not black men ain't shit. It's not these niggas ain't it sis and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to see that. I really don't. Um, I want to see a space where it is okay for black men to be vulnerable. And black men, we also need to be vulnerable and open with each other. You know, me and my friends, last it started last year <laughs> and... For the first time, we were able to really have a conversation about where we all may be at. You know, a lot of our conversations may be about this, that and the third sports or whatever it may be we talking about at the moment. You know, so it was it was refreshing to see that we were able to talk about feeling anxious, feeling down. What scares us? What how, how do we feel about this? How do we feel about that? Were we nervous and all of these different things? And it's something that we need to continue to do in our friend group and something that we need to continue to build on. But the fact that we were able to build that and get to that point is amazing because before that, we would never do that. You know, we wouldn't go up to each other and be like, hey, yo, bro, I'm just not feeling it today. Can I talk to you? It didn't happen like that often. <laughs> it, it hardly ever happened. Um, So opening that door it is amazing. It's amazing. And you begin to learn more about your friends and you begin to have a greater depth of relationship with your friends. You know, it, it, it turns from friends into family bonds because that kind of support is what you need. You know, no man is an island. And unfortunately, we're conditioned to be islands. It's, we always have this mentality of, our backs against the wall. We got to get it on our own. We got to get it out the mud. We got to do this. We got to do that. It's just get rich or die trying. And then that's not it. You know, it's okay to be vulnerable along the way. It's okay to express your frustrations or how you may feel along the way. And to have supports around you and be supported in that, you know? Um, and I hope, I really do, that this generation of black women is able to be supportive in that endeavor and that we can begin to have genuine conversations about how we can uplift and support each other, how we can be emotionally available for each other, how we can learn to love and respect each other in the way that we desire to be loved and respected. And that we can begin to build that dialogue, build that bridge, start that conversation and that it doesn't just start and stop with a conversation, but that it gets put into practice. You know, I, I, I want to live in a world, in a society, in a space where it is OK for me to be an emotional person, to be in tune with my emotions and still be seen as a man, you know, because, <laughs> you know, emotions are not seen as a man. It's like you have to be the predator. You have to be the aggressor. You have to be this. And it's like the moment that you're not aggressive that you're not a predator, that you're not this and not that. It's like, oh, he's not, 
manly. It's not he's not this. But then when you overly embrace those same things that quote unquote make you a man, then you become (laughs) then you become this person that people demonize you for. It's crazy. You can't win for losing. It's like you have to have a little bit of of dog in you, but not too much dog in you. And you got to be aggressive, but not aggressive. And like, you got to be tough, but like not hit me tough, but like, I got to feel like you might check me. And like, (laughs) it's confusing and it's weird and it's wild. And like, that is, that's really wild to me. You know, that that's the world we live in. Why can't people just be themselves and we love them for that? Why do we have to check these boxes that really aren't what we should be building our relationships off of anyway? Why are we checking these boxes of things that don't make sense? <laughs> that just entirely don't make sense, man. It's it's beyond me. It's really beyond me. Um, And I hope that for anyone who is a more sensitive brother who is a more emotionally in tune brother that you are empowered by this and that you understand that there is nothing wrong with you. There never has, and there never will be. And understand black men that it is okay to go to therapy. You know, don't be someone who's like, yo, therapy is only for crazy people. Therapy is only for therapy is one of the best things you could do for yourself, bro. I've gone to it. I plan to go again. Taking that step to go again is very tough. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's like, oh, it's just easy to go see a therapist and like go talk to somebody you ain't never met. But it's freeing. It is something that frees you of a lot of things that you really didn't know were chaining you down. Um, It's nothing wrong with seeking that guidance, seeking that counsel and and embracing that. You know, uh, you have to have an outlet. You have to have someone and not something, you know, that you can bounce these emotions off of, that you can get help from, you know. It may be your spouse. It may be a therapist. It may be your pastor. It may be someone in your church or whoever it may be, but you need to have those supports. Um, And we got to normalize our mental health, fellas. And we got to stand up for ourselves. We got to advocate for ourselves. And we got to let it be known, man, that, It is okay to be who we are and that we don't have to fit a box, that we don't have to fit a mold, that we don't have to be these hardened individuals, but that we can be who we were always meant to be. And that's unapologetically us. So in closing, you know, thank you for listening. I really hope that this snowballs into something bigger that as we continue to grow, as we continue to move, as we continue to be the best versions of ourselves and get better day by day, that we begin to support one another, both black man and black woman in our mental health, in our emotional state, in just everything that we begin to love each other the right way, embrace each other the right, right way and support each other the right way. And that we are there for each other undoubtedly. And that we don't spew self hate on the internet, that we don't tear each other down on the internet, that we don't belittle each other on the internet, that we don't seek validation from the internet and approval of who we are from the internet. And that we continue to rediscover ourselves and embrace who we are. So I hope that this message was good to you as it was good to me. (laughs) 
And until next time, I really appreciate y'all rocking with me. This is Daily Dimensions. Peace.